How's it going, A's fans, and welcome to episode 82 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke, and today, going over some news tidbits. Got the A's going to San Jose. Uh, that's not the full story, so please tune in for the, you know, in about three minutes, you'll get clarification on that. Uh, you got talk about Stephen Piscotti, Chris Davis, you got a bunch of stuff. So uh, we're going to talk about all of that today. Um, we're also presented by rockauto.com. So thank you to rockauto.com. And if you have not heard about them, they have amazing selection, reliably low prices, and are all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Um, yeah, so that's basically all that news. Uh, I would also like to let you guys know that we are going to daily podcasts. Um, maybe not this week. I'm going to try and do as many as I can this week. Um, it just kind of depends on how much news is coming out, but the following week when there's actually going to be baseball, we will be doing daily shows for sure. Uh, because I'll have stuff to talk about. So, uh, we'll, we'll see how much news is coming out this week. Uh, I'm starting with Monday, so you got an episode today, uh, and we'll hopefully continue that throughout the week. One of the episode ideas that I have for this week would be a, doing an over-under episode. Uh, I did something similar with uh, Taylor Blake Ward of Locked on Angels, where we did prop bets. And I was like, hey, uh, over-under this thing for these guys. Like, uh, who's going to lead the home the uh, the league in home runs or something like that? Uh, that's just a random one. But I want you guys to give me the prop bets, and then I will let you guys know what I think. I, I've got a couple, like uh, A's win total and what Chris Davis will hit. Is it going to be above or below 247? And uh, that those are the two that I've gotten so far. So uh, I, I tweeted it out. Please just uh, reach out to us on Twitter. Let me know what your prop bets are, and I will mention them on the air this week. So, uh, yeah, you can reach us on Twitter, at LockedOnA's, on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you like that because it's the same thing for both. It makes it easier. Um, also, I am at ByJasonB on Twitter. And as always, if you have any more long-form questions for us, you can email those to us at LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. So uh, that's all the plugs. Let's get into the episode for today. I'm going to start off with the A's finding their second spring training home. That's San Jose, as I alluded to earlier. That's the clickbait headline that I that I teased you with there. Um, so the A's found their second spring training site, and it's going to be used by their makeshift minor leaguers. Uh, basically, the, the minor leaguers are for this season are going to be the players not on the main roster for either, you know, 30-man roster, 28-man roster, or 26-man roster, depending where we are in the season, or the uh, three-player taxi squad. So anybody that's not on one of those is going to San Jose. Uh, and if you know uh, minor league baseball a little bit, San Jose is where the San Jose Giants play, the uh, the Giants high A team. The plan had been t- for the A's to just take over Stockton, where the A's have their own minor league team, uh, high A team, that is. Um, but Stockton's kind of a hotbed for COVID-19 right now, so they could not get approval for their own minor league uh, ballpark. So they worked with Furhan Zaidi of the San Francisco Giants. He is currently their baseball operations guy. And, uh, you know, he also formerly worked with the A's for a number of years. He's credited for signing Yoannis Cespedes, if you remember that guy. Yeah, they worked with Farhan Zaidi. They worked out a deal here. And uh, the A's are going to go train in San Jose. And it wasn't a big deal. So after two decades, the A's are going to San Jose. Um, thanks, Giants. So depending on the traffic, that actually might actually uh, work out in favor for the A's. Because Stockton's a little bit further away. But uh, with, I mean... Almost no traffic these days because everybody's staying at home. San Jose, not as far as it used to be. So it might be easier to uh, transport players from, you know, Oakland or wherever to San Jose. 
Uh, San Jose has an airport, I believe. I don't know how far it goes, but uh, th- there are more options for travel for these players, and uh, that that might actually wind up helping the A's a little bit more than just having a place for their uh, for their players to play. Um, also, the Giants beat writer uh, Henry Schulman of the San Francisco Chronicle tweeted out after this whole San Jose thing happened, and they were like, "Oh, hey, the Giants helped us out. You know, we're having." the best relationship with the team across the Bay that we've ever had. So that's kind of fun. He said, maybe one of these days, the A's and Giants will actually make a trade. Um, and Susan Slusser, uh, I, I, their coworkers, they enjoy each other, but she clapped back. I'm sticking to that. It was a clap back. And I'm paraphrasing here. She said, what about Birch Smith? Does he not count because the return was just straight cash? Uh, and if, for those of you guys that don't remember, Birch Smith was a reliever that was in the Giants system. He was traded for uh, during spring training. So the A's and Giants made a trade for the first time in like 30 years, just a couple of months ago. So the relationship's at an all-time high. So that's wonderful. The next story on the docket isn't necessarily a story. It's a more of a take on something that happened. But uh, this is all started from Matt Chapman saying last week, late last week after I stopped recording podcast. In reference to there not being fans in the stands, he said, I think it's going to play to our advantage. A lot of our games are pretty quiet in general. Uh, we're used to not having too many fans at our games. And uh, so, you know, some people are probably mad at that. If you've bought a ticket to an A's game in the last year, uh, he wasn't talking about you. So it's probably fine. And he's not wrong. There aren't a lot of people that go to A's games. I think I saw something that said, like, they play at 44% capacity at, you know, most times. That's not great, especially when the team's winning 97 uh, games back-to-back seasons and going to the playoffs. Um, they're, they're a good team. They're easy to watch. They have great talent on the field, and you know they're not filling up the ballpark. So, anyways, uh, the reason that I'm bringing this up is because when I was asking for mailbag questions last week, somebody just you know uh, took a screenshot of that quote that they got an alert on their phone from. And uh, I was like, oh, are you asking if this is actually an advantage for the A's? And so I'm taking it as that, uh, as opposed to a troll job. So will the A's actually be better better suited to not be playing in front of fans this season? And uh, I think that the short answer is that for all teams, that talent is going to most often win out. So the better team will likely win. You know, like baseball, the better team usually wins, but not always. Um I think that it, if it does have an effect, it's going to be on the road for the A's where the other teams that they're playing are not really used to a lack of player, you know, a lack of people in their own ballparks. And so that would be a little bit uh, disconcerting for them. So I looked at the A's schedule a little bit and the A's first road series is against Seattle. So even if not playing in front of fans does have an effect, that leg up that, you know, they would get uh, is going to be wasted on the Mariners because the Mariners are kind of terrible, and uh, maybe they win like 17 games in 60. So, uh, you know, they should be beating them at least two out of three, if not, you know, a full sweep. Um, So after a few games played, the players are probably going to be used to not playing in front of a crowd and all that stuff. So I don't think that it's going to have an effect for the A's one way or the other. Uh, Maybe other teams, you know, maybe in games that they are not affiliated with, that could have an effect, but I don't see it having an effect for the A's in particular. Um, plus, I mean, teams can pipe in noise if they want to. I think the A's are going to be doing that. They're going to be piping in their own crowd noise. So, uh, all those Houston Astros fans, they complain about all the banging of the drums. Uh, they're going to have a dickens of a time being like, why is there still noise? There's nobody there. And, uh, that's going to bring me joy. You know what else brings me joy? 
dot-com companies that have been family-owned for, you know, 20 years, and they give me good deals on car parts. I, I really like those. You know what one of those is? It's, it's rockauto.com. You know rockauto.com. They have great prices on anything that you need for your car or truck or, you know, vehicle of choice. Um, you can pick any make, model, manufacturer, uh, anything you need for your car. They got it at rockauto.com. So after you're done picking the car parts that you need for your vehicle at the prices that you pick yourself, all you got to do is uh, in their little, how did you hear about a section? Just write locked on. Let them know that we sent you. That's all we ask. RockAuto.com. They have amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the car parts you will ever need. RockAuto.com. So the next part here is all about Chris Davis and Stephen Piscotty and uh, just things that have been written about them in the past couple of days. Uh, Chris Davis, he, he, he might have a swing back, and that's very exciting because he was not great last year. Uh, if you read uh, Daniel Brown's article on The Athletic, he is Susan Slusser's husband, as we should all call him, uh, Mr. Slusser, if you will. Um, he had a great article with a lot of numbers in there. Uh, if you have an athletic subscription, go over there, uh, click on it. It's fantastic. Uh, I, I will paraphrase some of the stuff that he said in there. But first, uh, basically, this all stemmed from a Susan Slusser tweet, which she quoted uh, Stephen Piscotty as saying of Chris Davis's bat, the spark is back. And that's all I needed to know. And now I'm very excited to see Chris Davis 2020. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm ready to get Crush Davis back in my life. Have him hit 247. It's going to be great. Um, also, he, I'll get into it on the Over Under podcast. I don't think he's going to hit 247, you guys. But uh, I think he's going to hit some dangers. And that is great. So Daniel Brown said in his article that he... Uh, Chris Davis learned last season that he didn't have to be, quote, the straw that stirs the drink. Uh, that is quoting Daniel Brown, not Chris Davis. Uh, he, he realized that he didn't have to carry the team and he didn't have to do everything offensively for the club uh, because he wasn't. And, you know, they, I assume that it was a little bit humbling. I, I did not see that in the article, but it sounded like he was humbled a little bit and that uh, he's ready to help out the team uh, with what he does best. And when he's at his best, this team is going to be freaking great. In that same article, he also, uh, Daniel Brown quotes Bob Melvin as saying that he's expecting a return to form uh, from Chris Davis in 2020. And so I did a little bit of math and, you know, like I did with the Matt Olson home run total. And uh, if we're looking at a return to form for Chris Davis, uh, like, I'm basing this off of his 2018 numbers because that would be, you know, his peak form. Uh, he had 48 home runs, hit 247, you know, peak Chris Davis. Uh, we're looking at him hitting 247, obviously, and then crushing 19 homers. Uh, I know that I said that Matt Olson was going to lead the AL in homers with 17 on Friday, but I'd gladly be wrong if Crush Davis went ham. If Crush gets one uh, on just like one hot streak, then that is he's going to be approaching that number anyway, because when he gets hot, he's almost literally unstoppable. And I mean the term literally, literally. So, uh, yeah, he, when he's good, he is so good. So, uh, I'm, I'm very excited to see how 2020, uh, plays out for Chris Davis. And, uh, you know, if it doesn't work out for him this year, then you got to start questioning, you know, his role on the team moving forward because he costs a lot of money. Uh, they might have to like ship him off for a prospect or something like that. I don't want to talk about that. He's going to be great. He's going to lead the A's and homers. Sorry, Matt Olson. I know that I believed in you two days ago, but my mind has changed. I've uh, been presented with new information and uh, I I've grown from it. 
All right, so lastly on the docket for today, I just wanted to talk a little bit about Stephen Piscotty. Uh, he had two pieces of news coming out around him, so uh, I'm going to talk about the important one first and then the, uh, the baseball one second. So the important one is that uh, they are going to be doing ALS uh, cutouts for his foundation uh, in, in honor of his mom. So the A's announced the ALS Cure Project Foul Ball Zone, so that's a mouthful. I love that. Um, fans can purchase a cardboard cutout of themselves to be placed in a special in a special section. So you know, like the foul ball area, but it's going to be the ALS foul ball area, um, and those are going to be one hundred and forty nine dollars. And unlike the other foul ball sections, these ones uh, include a photo autographed by Stephen Biscotti. And if a foul ball uh, hits the cutout in this section then that fan will also receive a ball signed by Stephen Biscotti. It's better than just kind of rolling the dice. You get a photo and stuff, and you're also donating to ALS, which is awesome. You should probably make sure that you guys got that last part. Uh, all the proceeds from the ALS section will be donated to the Piscotti Family Foundation to find a cure for ALS, which, I mean, that, that's a great cause. So if you've been thinking about getting one of these cardboard cutouts, uh, you know, there's limited capacity in these ALS sections. So, uh, you know, go, go sponsor that one. And also, if you know, that one's sold out, all of the cutouts from all of the sections, uh, all of the proceeds from all of the sections from all of the cutouts, there you go, that's similar, um, they're going to be donated to the AIDS Community Fund. So you're you're helping out if you do this, and that's kind of fun. And then you also got to be shown on TV, like, all the freaking time. You're going to be like a right field Will over there, only a cardboard cutout version of you. So have fun with that. Um, the other piece of Stephen Scotty news, uh, you know, this one comes on the field and he is 100% healthy. And this is great news after, you know, he suffered the oblique injury during spring training. Uh, and that oblique injury was going to keep him, uh, it was going to put him on the IL to start the season, but now he's fully healthy and he's, uh, he's ready to go. And, uh, according to Bob Melvin, uh, he told MLB.com, it looks completely different than he did in spring training. It looks like he's ready to hit the ground running. And, uh, I mean, we just talked about Chris Davis returning to 2018 form. Uh, Stephen Biscotti in 2018, he hit 27 bombs. He hit 267. Uh, he had an 821 on OPS, and he had a 124 OPS plus. And again, for uh, OPS plus, anything over 100 is uh, that percentage, that number. Like so, for this case, 24% uh, above league average. So he was a pretty good hitter. If you put both those guys, if you get Chris Davis and Stephen Biscotti back to their 2018 forms while the rest of the core guys stay in their 2019 forms. This lineup is going to be able to challenge anybody else on a given night. That includes the Yankees, the Astros, anybody you want to throw out there. This lineup can hold them down. Um, and by hold them down, I mean, I know the pitching holds down hitting, but you know, they can compete with the other bats and whatnot. Um, we got a uh, Chris Davis's fire stick. You got perfectly good Piscotti. Uh, yeah, that, that's all you really need. And then you throw in, you know, everybody else and, and this lineup's formidable, I would say. Um, yeah, so that's going to be it for today. You guys, please follow us on social media at locked on A's on Twitter and Instagram. I am at by Jason B on Twitter. If you have any questions for us, please feel free to email us at locked on athletics at Gmail. Com. Uh, yeah. So in the meantime, stay indoors and celebrate good times, Oakland. Keep wearing those masks and I will talk with you guys soon. <laughs>